Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. What makes them industry giants? Get ready to take a peek inside and learn their secrets of success. This is Silicon Valley Insider, the show that demystifies the valley and helps to elevate your business to the next level. Now, your host for Silicon Valley Insider, Keith Koo. Welcome to the Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. On today's show, I have Tim Campos, who is the CEO of Woven and the former Facebook Chief Information Officer. We'll be talking about his new company and how they're trying to transform productivity. So don't go away. So on this week's tech news, there's still a lot going on related to COVID-19. Um, Amazon announced that they're going to extend the return policy. Anything that was purchased between March 1st and April 30th will be able to be returned by May 31st. Tesla, it was announced that they're going to start making ventilators out of Tesla parts, but also they've had to start cutting salaries and furloughing workers just because the lack of demand at this time. Uh, Verizon has announced that they can't do any home internet installations because they don't have enough resources. And then, of course, a lot of conversation this week about Zoom. So Zoom, the IPO darling of last year, Eric Yuan, the CEO, he announced that uh, he apologized for the recent security concerns. Uh, I think, as it turns out, typical Silicon Valley story, a unicorn rides a rocket ship, and it was doing well on its own. Uh, Eric and team decided that during COVID-19, they were going to allow free users in the form of healthcare workers and as well as um, education schools, and took the platform from 10 million to 200 million users almost overnight. And with that, a lot of growing pains. So Eric apologized on behalf of the company, and they're busy shoring up their infrastructure while at the same time, companies like Google are saying that for now they cannot use Zoom because they're just concerned about all of those things. Finally, there's lots of stories going out about how technology is being used to track and monitor uh, people that have been exposed to COVID-19 or are infectious. Uh, there's a recent story of how the state of Kentucky is using ankle monitors for people who are not observing the shelter-in-place order. Uh, we've talked about where drones are monitoring where these same people are going in countries like China, Singapore, and Taiwan, and Israel. And we're also talking about how, uh, if you Google it, there was a company looking at spring break cell phone data out of uh, Palm Beach, Florida, and how 5,000 spring breakers over the next 10 days interacted with almost 900,000 other Cell phones. Now, of course, we don't know if they're infected, not infected, but just shows you how much technology can help us and also how much it knows about us. And so I'm sure due to the pandemic, there'll be a lot of new use cases for technology and we'll be sure to report it here. And that's the Tech News of the Week. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, I'm joined with Tim Campos, who's the CEO of Woven and also the former CIO of Facebook and KLA Tencor. Welcome again, Tim. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me here. I'm really excited to be here. So, Tim, it's just great to hear about Woven and this company that you are one of the founders of. But before we talk about Woven, I wanted you to talk about your background in the Valley. 
Uh, absolutely. I've, um, I, I kind of, uh, I grew up as an adult here. Let's put it that way. Um, been, been in the Valley for uh, ever since I graduated from college. I'm a, I'm a Berkeley grad, so go Bears. Um, and, uh, most recently I was the CIO of Facebook where my job was, um, the, uh, uh, to basically drive workforce productivity. And during my tenure at Facebook, we were successful in, in doubling, uh, productivity from 2010 until, uh, the end of 2016. Uh, prior to that, I was a CIO of another company that probably most people haven't heard of called KLA 10 core. Uh, and the rest of my time has been uh, building enterprise software. I started my career as a uh, software engineer at Sybase. I worked at a company called Silicon Graphics. I did an enterprise, um, excuse me, an enterprise software startup uh, in uh, from uh, 1999 to 2002, um, and uh, just very uh, involved in a lot of companies in the valley. In fact, uh, in addition to what I'm doing now at Woven, I'm uh, on the board of directors for company many people may have heard of called uh, JDS Uniphase or now called Viavi. Um, I'm also on the board for Rackspace and um, you know, very involved in, in those uh, companies as well. Well, thanks, Tim. Yes, your career in the Valley is very well known, and Kaylee Tankor is very well known if you're here in the Valley, so it's been um, quite a run for you. One thing I wanted you to talk about was what was it like being in the midst of Facebook when it was scaling? I know what it was like when we were at Cisco, when I was at Cisco, but I wanted to hear it from you. What was that like, just trying to get all that technology up and running productivity while the company was growing that fast? Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy, and you kind of had to throw all the playbooks out the window. Uh, yeah, especially in the role of the CIO, you're, you're, you're usually very reactive. Um, and that did not, that was not something that you could do at a company like Facebook. You had to be very much focused on where is the company going and how do I make sure that our capabilities are fully functional by the time we get there? So you couldn't deal with the issues of, uh, you know, a 5,000-person company when the company was a 5,000-person company. You had to be dealing with those issues when the company was a 1,500-person company. You had to be thinking about the issues of a 20,000-person company when the people the company only had 10,000 people um, you know, because it was growing so quickly. By the time you got your initiatives in place, you would be uh, at those points. So you very much had to throw playbooks out the window. Leadership became... Uh, the most valuable tool that you could have and having the best people uh, possible working with you to, uh, you know, come up with these plans and strategies and implement them was, uh, you know, my, my tactic of choice. Uh, and I was very fortunate. I was able to build a really, really good team in, in uh, late 2010, early 2011. And that team scaled with me uh, as the company scaled. Those um, men and women just did a phenomenal job of helping us anticipate problems and and uh, you know build next generation a next generation uh, IT organization and workforce uh, for you know what Facebook has uh, has become. Probably the most exciting thing or the, the the biggest challenge of that is you know when you're working in a company like Facebook, there's so many really smart, really strong people that it forces you to be uh, the best uh, in, in your game, that right? you, you can't uh, come to work uh, with any other mindset because everybody around you is so amazing. So, I mean, you're working with people like Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg and David Fisher and Carolyn Everson and people who are just, uh, you know, on 
you know, they would be sought after as CEOs of other companies. And um, I found for me that was very inspirational to bring my best um, foot forward for the company. And I really uh, enjoyed it and appreciated my time there. Well, well, Tim, that's a great start to the show today. I mean, I really appreciate you going through your background. It's a very well-known story in the tech world. I'm glad we're able to share it. You're listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Special guest is Tim Campos, who's the CEO of Woven. He's going to talk about in the next segment how they're creating a next-generation productivity solution based on calendaring. If you have any questions or comments about today's show, email us at info at svn.biz. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Hey, Tim, why don't you tell them how to get a hold of Woven? You can find us very easily at uh, woven.com or in your favorite application store. Just search for Woven and uh, learn more about the product there. Thank you, Tim. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more of Tim Campos and what he's doing at Woven. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Once again, I'm joined with Tim Campos, who is the CEO of Woven and the former CIO of Facebook. Hey, Tim, thanks again for being here. I have a question for you. Given that the, all the news is about coronavirus or COVID-19, how is that affecting you personally, your company, and how is that affecting uh, work in general? This has been really interesting for uh, us. Uh, you know, Woven is a future of work company. So we were founded and created in you know today's day with all the tools um, that are now uh, available, of, you know, video conferencing and Slack and things like that. And where as Woven has grown from being just my co-founder and I to to being a small business, one of the things that we found is that no matter what our initial beliefs were working from home and having a flexible office policy has become like commonplace that you can't really run a company in today's day and age and not have a strategy for that. In fact, this was already becoming a factor at Facebook uh, in my later years at uh, Facebook. So this is something that we were, were seeing there. So what has happened with uh, the coronavirus is it's just accelerated this trend that was already going on of divorcing the workplace from the facility, that the facility is an optional part of the workplace. And that's how it's turned out uh, exactly for us. Uh, My team is just as productive, if not actually maybe even a little bit busier right now uh, than we were, uh, you know, when, when we had the ability to go into the office because it's quite, a commonplace for many of us to be distributed or to be remote. So we've already got the tools and the capabilities for it. This is just forcing us to now use those tools um, uh, 100% of the time. And I think that that's actually not unique to small businesses and, and uh, you know, enterprise software startups. I think this is actually uh, going to be one of the residual aspects of this outbreak is that companies that may have been hesitant or really haven't put in the infrastructure to support uh, working from home will now uh, make that more uh, a part of the repertoire for how they 
uh, support their teams because it, you're starting to see now both the business benefits and more importantly, um, really the uh, that it's, it, it is a way to make people more efficient, keep them off the roads, um, you know, let them uh, mix their lives more effectively with their families, uh, but still, um, you know, have them be productive uh, and valuable resources for the company. And, and we're seeing that that's now possible. Uh, and I think a lot of companies are going to keep that even when they don't have to anymore. Thanks, Tim. So, Tim, given the, what you just said, um, what is the problem that you and the founders of Woven are actually trying to solve for? So, one of the facts of the universe is that no matter who you are, there is only 24 hours in a day. And the decisions that we make on how to allocate that time define us and define uh, who we are to the world. That to us is not only a meaningful problem, but a problem that's not well addressed today because there's not a lot of tools to help us manage time effectively. Uh, the one that is adopted the most is the calendar, and the calendar really only solves a small piece of this. It helps you understand what meetings or what events you may have planned in the future. When are these things going to occur? But beyond that, it really doesn't do much. Um, it's actually not very involved in the scheduling of events. Most people schedule over email or text messaging or over the phone. Uh, it is not a tool that people use to help prepare for meetings or follow up from those meetings. Uh, it's not even a tool that you can use to find out how am I spending my time. There's, there's no database behind the calendar that you can ask a question like that. And so mm. when we uh, were thinking about problems to go off and solve, we found that there was a huge opportunity to complete uh, all the aspects of calendaring that uh, have le been left unaddressed by companies like Microsoft and, and Google. And that's really what Woven is about. It's helping people spend time on what matters most by helping them manage their time more effectively. Yeah, I get frustrated by calendars, so I'm actually quite interested in, in how this product works, which we'll, we'll talk about in a, in a later segment. But it certainly is something that is an area that I think is a good space to be working on. And so with that, um, who else, you're one of the founders, who else is involved in the team? So uh, my co-founder, a gentleman by the name of Birch Arpot, uh, is a, a long-term friend of mine. When I uh, left KLI Tinkor, I actually uh, did one of these uh, mid-career, uh, I'm going to go back to school and got my MBA. And um, while I'm not necessarily sure that I would advocate the MBA specifically as a title that people need to have, that experience of going back to school in the middle of my life was um, transformative, both in terms of what it taught me, but also in terms of the relationships that it built. And that's where I met my co-founder and also many other people that I'm still very connected with today. Um, my co-founder is a 20-year veteran of uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence. Uh, he was working on that stuff before it was cool. Uh, worked on it in oil and gas, worked in Google search infrastructure, and then at Facebook, um, uh, working on advertiser analytics. Um, and uh, really one of the smartest people in the world that, that I know. In fact, this is when I think about my one of my leadership lessons from Facebook, surrounding yourself with uh, you know people who 
are complementary to you and uh, ideally, uh, you know, much, much smarter than you is probably the best thing that you can do as a leader. And, and I'm my co-founder that I've been able to do that. That's great. And so how large is your team right now? We're small. We're about 15 people, um, and uh, we're very distributed. One of the things that we're we're kind of excited about, especially in today's day and age, is that we're able to pull our talent from, uh, you know, wherever they are and have them work effectively in a fairly distributed fashion. So we've got a software engineer in New York, and um, a marketing team is spread out between Colorado and, and uh, uh, Texas and California, and um uh, it's uh, really amazing how in today's day and age you can be distributed and be so effective, um, you know, with tools like Slack and Zoom and, of course, Woven. That's what we need in order to get our jobs done. You have those three things and, and, and you're done. Yeah, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, to a point you were making earlier about how the coronavirus um, is going to make a few things change, certainly a revolution in a sense, um, Zoom, which IPO'd last year, Eric Yuan, who's a former Cisco colleague, uh, you know, their stock was $60 in December. It's about 135 as of the time of this recording. And um, just the nature of Zoom and WebEx and other uh, video conferencing tools, it really came out of the importance of collaboration. And, and I think, again, Back to being kind of used to this, you were talking about how Facebook became a necessity. Cisco is pushing it as a technology. Um, this is really now an opportunity for underserved communities of industries have to adopt this technology in order to make the next few months to possibly longer uh, work for them. So, so it's exciting what you and the team are doing. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. We've been um, we, we actually think. Zoom is a fantastic analog to what we're doing in the calendar space because they they came into a market that already was quite crowded with uh, technologies that people thought were good enough, like WebEx and Skype and, and so forth. And they have really dominated. So um, we, um, you know, the, the calendar insights that we're able to glean help us um, understand how uh, people schedule and manage meetings, what video conferencing technologies they want to utilize. And Zoom is just dominant in today's day. Uh, and that was actually the case before the coronavirus. What's happened since is that video conferencing adoption overall in events that people have with other people has gone up, um, in some cases, by over 100%, where now 50 60% uh, of all events that people have with participants have some form of video conferencing technology. And it's become ubiquitous. It is now on the front page of the New York Times, how people are doing hangouts and, and virtual parties over Zoom. It's being incorporated by school districts. Um, and uh, I think that that is a great example, not just of the you know American entrepreneurial spirit, but also... Um, how a company that just was very focused on making something that was incomplete, that was was still not uh, good enough, better, uh, can succeed. And that's exactly what we are doing uh, from a calendaring perspective. We're trying to fill all these holes that calendars have. And Zoom just and Tim, we're going to talk about that, that more right when we come back from the break. 
So you're listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Join with special guest Tim Campos, CEO of Woven. Any questions or comments about Woven, email us at info at svn.biz. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, and we'll be right back. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. On today's show, special guest is Tim Campos, who's the CEO of Woven and the former Facebook Chief Information Officer. We're talking about his company, Woven, which is trying to improve productivity through calendaring. In this week's Cyber Tip, I'm going to continue talking about video conferencing tools. I know I've talked about it the last few weeks. But it's really important as more and more people are adopting this technology. I mean, there's even photos of governments around the world taking pictures with their Zoom conferences on. And as anything, when a technology is taking off unfettered, and we've talked about earlier how Zoom has some security issues that they're working on very quickly to resolve, it's important to realize that if you don't understand a technology, you should really be very cautious about how you use it. And so for video conferencing, in a normal chatter, we were doing school lessons, we're doing uh, talking to your friends and family around the world. You know, that's not always necessarily sensitive information. But when you deal with like a bank or a government entity or something secure, you should always realize that there are some risks. And so you have to be really cognizant that in new platforms, not Everything is always completely worked out. And there are a huge increase of hacking activities happening right now, cybercrime related to COVID-19. It's a very opportunistic time for uh, criminals, especially as people are disoriented. Uh, I personally have been getting lots of emails related to, hey, your company needs to pay an invoice. Your company needs to uh, finalize a contract. Uh, we have remote workers, all related to um, understanding that people are not in their regular routine, they're not at their regular work hours. So as always, be vigilant, keep on top of your environment, and if you don't understand technology, find out from someone who does, and that's the Cyber Tip of the Week. Welcome back to the show. Once again, I'm joined with Tim Campos, who is the CEO of Woven. Earlier in the show, Tim gave us his background, uh, very well known in the Valley for being the CIO of Facebook during the high growth, high scalability years. Also with a well-known company in the Valley, KLO Tencore. Um, he's on the board of Rackspace and JDS Univase, which is now Viavi. So thanks again for being here, Tim. Thanks for having me. So Tim, in the last segment, we were just talking about the COVID 19 or the coronavirus has made things come to light that people are being forced to work remotely. We've had that in the Valley for years. Other parts of the world have also been using collaboration tools, but that has already been the trajectory. The coronavirus just accelerated that. Uh, We were talking about before the break how Zoom is a great analogy to what you and the team at Woven are doing. So let's continue on with that. Yeah, I mean, I was mentioning how Zoom has taken something that was well um, understood uh, and well adopted with video conferencing and just made it better. 
the world that we're operating in is time, and it is amazing how poorly um, completed the calendar is. There's lots of problems that people run into, starting with scheduling. Like, I want to spend time with you in the future. Uh, you want to spend time with me, but we don't know when each other can meet because our calendars can't talk to each other. There's no way for me to easily share my availability with you. So instead, either we spend a lot of time writing emails or text messages, or we have to have a an executive assistant get involved to coordinate that time. And it's amazing how uh, cumbersome this process is in a day and age where we have machine learning and artificial intelligence and self-driving cars and uh, you know mobile phones that uh, are the power of what supercomputers were just a generation ago. Um, that we still can't manage the basic idea of when can we meet. And these were the problems that we wanted to start with when we created Woven, is to create a simple mechanism for people to be able to share their availability with uh, others. And, uh, you know, we, we chose a very simple technology that everybody knows and, and uses every day, which is the link, uh, you know, a URL. Um, and we just made that um, something that can connect into your calendar so that I can easily give my time to others uh, and help them understand when I might be able to, uh, you know, to, to meet with them. But that's really just the beginning for us, that scheduling is only a part of this problem. As I said earlier, time is the most valuable asset we have. There's only 24 hours in a day, and how we choose to spend that time defines who we are except we often don't know how we're spending our time. There's no reporting or, or there's no Fitbit for our time, no way to keep track of how we um, chose to spend uh, and allocate our time. And so we've tried to make that really simple with the product or integrated analytics so that you can see, you know, for the week, how much time did I spend in meetings and with who? And um, you uh, have the ability to even rate these and say, okay, um, you know, was this good time or bad time so that you can, uh, think about how you might want to be allocating your time in the future. We have mechanisms to help you see how you're spending your time relative to, uh, to goals that you might have. And in my case, it's very important to spend time on recruiting for the company and, and really fine-tuning and optimizing our product. Those are the two things that I want to see at the top of my list every single week. And uh, sure enough, they are. And when they're not, it makes me question whether I need to do some of the things that have made their way onto my calendar. Uh, so, Time is also so this seems to be um, a good trend. I mean, I really like what I'm hearing so far. This analytics embedded in the calendaring, um, I'm, that is one of the differentiations I think I'm hearing. And, uh, and I know that, um, you know, the, 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 the big gorilla, Microsoft, is attempting to do the same thing in their product. How else are you differentiating what you're doing with other scheduling, calendaring solutions and productivity enhancement? Well, one of the problems with Microsoft and Google is they don't like to talk to each other. Um, most of us have a work life and a personal life. If you work at a company, most likely your information, your calendaring data is in Office 365 or Exchange Outlook is how people experience it. Most of the time, when people manage their personal lives out of Google Calendar. Uh, and Woven makes it really easy to bring these two systems together. So you have a single unified view of your time, a calendar view that goes across both of them. And it also understands when you're scheduling, just because I might be free at work, uh, if I am also busy um, 
uh, on my personal calendar that I, there's only one of me. I can't be in two places at once. So a doctor's appointment that my, my wife may put on the calendar actually makes me unavailable to everybody for other things. So it's really uh, important for people to think about and manage their time holistically, and Woven makes that possible in a way that's uh, really not um, something that can be done with Microsoft or Google alone. And the other thing is that you know, Microsoft, uh, in particular, is very focused more on the collaboration side of things with teams. You know, they're trying to really fend off issues that they have with Slack. Woven isn't doesn't require people to move away from Microsoft. We integrate with them, so we uh, Woven works with your existing Microsoft calendar information. We just allow it to be connected to um, other people uh, in ways that aren't possible to do in uh, in Microsoft Outlook. So that's how we um, you know overcome some of the the challenges that uh, that we see with with Microsoft and Google. Um, but more importantly, as with the case with all startups, we're very focused on this problem. This is all we think about. All we think about is making your calendar a more actionable, useful part of your day. And that's not the case for um, you know, the, the Microsofts and the Googles of the world. These are features of, of bigger systems. And so in many respects, it's actually quite complementary um, to them for us to exist to um, make their products more complete. Yeah, it sounds like something I need because of the number of calendars for the companies I'm an advisor to or I work with or my own company um, it, it get, and my personal calendars, as you mentioned, it gets really out of hand to manage that many calendars. So I'm actually looking forward oh, absolutely. to uh, touching those absolutely. products. Yeah. And, you know, so, a, a board meeting at one company is not compatible with events that you might have at another. So again, Woven will allow you to fuse your time across all these different calendars. Yeah, that's why it sounds really exciting. So... Um, what is the business model, pricing model? Is the product out in beta yet? Uh, the product is in beta, and it's in open beta, and anybody can sign up for it. Um, we okay. anticipate uh, pricing to be in you know, the, the 10 to $15 a month range, although that's something that we're still spending time with our uh, most active users on uh, learning about what are some of the things that people are most uh, interested in paying for and, and get the most value out of. Um, but, uh, what we have definitely seen is that people do, uh, want to pay for their productivity that, um, you know, if you look at, you know, tools like Slack or, or even products, um, many people may not have heard of like superhuman, um, you know, for those of us that are busy, our productivity is far more valuable than anything else. And companies that build products that actually help make us more productive, um, have, uh, you know, enjoy a very high trust factor uh, with users that um, they're providing value and that value should be compensated. So we're, we're actually more focused on the structure of our paywall and less focused on, you know, the, the exact pricing model for it. Um, in fact, most of the users that use Woven uh, today on a regular basis, they have been pushing us for when are you guys going to have your paywall in place? Uh, because this is something that I, you know, I love so much. I want to make sure that you guys have a business in the long term. So it's, it's actually a very encouraging and exciting uh, position to be in to to be hearing that from your user base. That's great. And, and then, are you having tiers um, between consumers and enterprise class? Yeah. So today, Woven is a product that we sell to the. Um, individual. It's not something we're selling to the CIO. And um, there will always be a version of Woven that people can use 
that is um, that is free. Uh, just by nature of what problems we're trying to solve, uh, that is made more effective if the more people more people are using it. Um, but the people that use it the most will get the premium features like analytics that um, uh, that they would need to uh, to pay for. Later on, uh, there are some additional things that um, we have uh, built for companies. Uh, companies have broader problems, uh, some of which are um, analytics in nature. How is our workforce spending its time and what are things that we can do to make the workforce more productive? Some of them are a little bit more um, integrated to certain business functions. Uh, sales has a lot of challenges coordinating, excuse me, coordinating time with customers. Recruiting has a lot of challenges coordinating interviews. Um, executives have to have full-time employees manage their calendars. And many of those employees, uh, many employees um, are not able to, the company's not able to afford an admin for them, so they have to manage their time on their own. So these are all different problems that companies have when it comes to the calendar and managing time that uh, Woven will provide good solutions for. But those uh, enterprise things are um, uh, problem areas that we will focus on probably in uh, next year, whereas this year will be more focused on the uh, uh, problems that individuals have. Yeah, it makes sense. So, uh, Tim, it's been a great time chatting with you. We're out of time in this segment, but uh, I'm really excited about what you and team are doing with Woven. So thanks again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Really enjoyed all your questions and enjoyed being here. So once again, uh, Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo, special guest Tim Campos, CEO of Woven and former CIO of Facebook, talking about Woven, a next-generation productivity tool based around calendaring, scheduling, and the future of work. Any questions or comments, you can email us at info at svn.biz. You can go to woven.com, and you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Don't go away because we'll finish up the show with The Pivot, and Tim will be joining us again. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Hey, Insiders. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Once again, today's special guest has been Tim Campos, the CEO of Woven, former CIO of Facebook and Kaylee Tencor. And all on today's show, we've been talking about his new company, Woven, which deals with next-generation productivity tools centered around calendaring and scheduling. Um, Tim, thanks again for being here. Thanks once again for having me. So, Tim, we talked earlier about how coronavirus and COVID-19 has kind of forced society to adopt certain technologies faster. I mean, collaboration tools have been in certain industries, certainly in the technology space and banking for years, but other industries, this is somewhat of a new thing for them. And there's a little bit of uh, getting used to it, like basically riding a bike, but you're in a perfect position to tell us what does the future of work look like and what do the tools look like to support that? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. If we take a, a longer view, why is it that we use the tools that we do? Um, why are they called what they're called? Uh, you know, in, in a lot of environments, uh, email, PowerPoint presentations, Word documents, this is, these are the tools of the, of the present. And if you go back to their history, they're all just digital representations of the paper processes that they evolved from. You know, the email is the electronic memoranda. Memoranda was the way that companies would communicate in the, 
in the 80s uh, and, and before. Um, but in today's day and age, when you have a workforce that grew up with technology, the expectations are very different. Um, you know, I just take my kids, for example. I've got teenage children, and they don't use email at all. They don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to them. They use technologies like text messaging. They use um, Snapchat, Instagram. And so as they get into the workforce, they're going to expect something very, very different than uh, what those of us who, who did grow up in uh, the, uh, that first generation of um, productivity software and collaboration suites uh, experienced. So I think that, that provides some of the macro context. And when you get down into some of the specifics, you know, in today's day and age, a lot of the productivity software has been sold in a package and it's been sold to companies, to people who were like what I used to do, the CIO. Um, and that was a buying convenience. It was also a technology convenience. You know, if I'm going to make a, a presentation and I want to include some charts, well, it's a lot easier to do that when the same company that made the charting software makes the presentation software. But that doesn't hold true in today's day and age. It doesn't matter anymore. There's a lot more interoperability, and it's just a lot easier to um, you know, use the right tool for the job. And in fact, the user, the individual, is very much in the driver's seat on this front. If you look at the major productivity software vendors that have come to market over the last couple of years, we're looking at the Slacks, the Zooms, the Airtables, the uh, Dropboxes, uh, these are all technologies that were built for the individual because it's the individual who has the best understanding of what they need uh, when it comes to their own productivity. So they should be able to make those choices. The further away you get from the person who's going to use the technology um, to the person who's deciding on it, the more likely it is that the technology is not going to be effective for people. Um, you know, probably the best example of this is uh, ERP software that some people may have to use in their jobs for you know, financial systems um, or purchase orders and things like that. These are the most user-unfriendly systems because the buyer is either the CFO or the CIO, but the user uh, is somebody in the finance department. And for productivity software, we can't afford uh, to have our productivity drained. It just defeats the purpose of it. So you already have this demographic um, shift because people are growing up with technology. Then you have this shift in um, how technology is being bought, uh, moving from a centralized approach to more of a decentralized the individual uh, chooses. And that's what creates this dynamic for um, the next generation work from home or excuse me, uh, future of work technologies. Um, you add on top of that the dynamic of working from home and you just accelerated everything. Um, now, all of a sudden, companies are desperate for ways to keep their workforces productive, to have a good handle of what people are doing and to allow them to collaborate and communicate efficiently and effectively with each other. And they're more willing to try and experiment something with something else that they may not um, be as comfortable with but is uh, going to do the job. And so they're willing to give companies that may have been more unknown to them, like Zoom um, or Woven, a shot. And that's the dynamic that I think that we're heading into. And this isn't just, you know, what's the next six months look like. I'm really talking about what does the next 10 years look like. 
Uh, and it is definitely going to change not just how technology is bought, but what are the dominant technologies that are out there. Companies like Slack and Zoom are definitely going to turn productivity software on their head, and it's going to create a lot of space for new entrants like Woven uh, to come to bear for solutions in the market that are maybe more uh, focused on uh, individual problems. In our case, the issue is time. And maybe the case of a, a, co- a company like Superhuman, the issue is email communications or in the case of Airtable, um, data analytics and spreadsheets. Um, these are all different examples of uh, future of work technologies that are well positioned uh, to take advantage of these demographic um, shifts. And what I envision is going to happen over the next few years is that the stronghold that uh, uh some of the incumbent vendors have is going to weaken and create space for uh, for the rest of us. Well, Tim, uh, very wise. Thank you again for sharing your thoughts on the future of work. Um, you and I both having been in tech for a long time, seeing those large monolithic systems like an ERP system, um, who would have imagined two decades later uh, very much empowering end users to control their own destiny in their tech stack. And uh, seeing it being unwound is interesting. So uh, I appreciate your thoughts. Once again, you're listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Special guest is Tim Campos, CEO of Woven and former CIO of Facebook. Uh, His company can be found at woven.com. Any other questions or comments about today's show, email us at info at svn.biz, and we'll see you next week. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Welcome to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. On today's podcast, I have Tim Campos, the CEO of Woven and former CIO of Facebook. Uh, Tim's going to give his top tips for workplace productivity. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, I've learned over the years, both in my current role, but also at Facebook, is how important, how much leverage there is in, in productivity. If you can give yourself just uh, 5% more each week, uh, that can enable those extra decisions that help you get that extra deal done, that helps you uh, complete that extra phase of a project that either leads to promotion or more money for your business or just bigger opportunities. So productivity really matters. A uh, few tidbits that uh, I've, I've learned uh, over the years, just uh, observing some of the best uh, in the business on this front. The first is, you know, starting from bigs to small. Um, you know, we've, we've all heard the, uh, the analog of uh, rocks and sand that if you're trying to fill a cup, Start with the big rocks first and then fill the um, remaining spaces with the sand. If you start with the sand and then you put the big rocks in, you end up running out of space. Same thing is true with our time. And so it's incredibly valuable when we have clarity of what our most important strategic objectives are to give those priority in how you think about structuring and planning your day, your week, your month. Plan those first and then fill your time with the little stuff, whether that's uh, taking care of uh, small action items or handling email. But when you start your day the opposite, you end up running out of time for those uh, those big things. So going from big to small is, is one of the first um, and most impactful things that uh, uh, that uh, we're, we, we've seen. 
the second is like really structuring your environment. And my, by your environment, I don't just mean um, your your time or you know how you manage your email, but even your physical environment. Having places where work is done and having those places be structured to optimize how you do work has a huge impact on your ability to get uh, things done. Facebook invested a huge amount in its workforce uh, from a facilities perspective. You know, where, where were the places where employees would congregate? How far would they have to walk to go not just to the rest You've been listening to, to Silicon Valley uh, Insider with Keith Koo. For questions or comments on today's program or to schedule a complimentary consultation with Keith about your business, call 1-888-828-SVIN. That's 1-888-828-7846. 888-828-SVIN. Part of an office building. Uh, we can really structure and, and manage our the, the physical place to help us uh, you know, be more effective in, uh, in getting things done. Third thing, which I think is really, really important, is have good measures. You can measure your productivity, measure your time. You're much more likely to make improvements in it than if uh, you're more passive uh, in how you're doing along those fronts. Um, I've, the best-run companies, these are some uh, experiences that Jim Collins made uh, quite famous in his books, um, you know, had very clarity on what their key uh, measures were, what was the most important thing for them to do, and they were very transparent and visible about that. That can translate down to the individual. You know, no matter who you are, there's probably one or two things that really define your effectiveness, whether it's emails that you sent or it's code that you've written or it's issues that you've closed or customers that you reached out to. What are your measures of your own productivity? Uh, and you know, keep track of that. And then go back and look at it and look for ways to streamline it. What are the threats to your core measures of success? What are the things that get in the way that create long poles that slow uh, down your ability to really optimize um, your, your time? Uh, and then I think the last thing that I would share is maintain balance. It's one of the challenges I think we're seeing to, in today's day with uh, a lot of people being worked, forced to work from home uh, is there's uh, a, less of a boundary, a barrier between the work life and the home life because you're doing it from um, your, your house. And that creates an imbalance. Um, when you do too much of one thing, uh, it can uh, be an impediment to creativity. It can um, cause you to lose energy. Um, and, uh, but the reverse is also true. You know, when you mix things up, if you put a, a walk in the middle of your day or make sure that you're doing uh, enough exercise each week or um, making sure that you're saving time for your family or your friends uh, and, you know, having that opportunity to blow off steam that it's not all just about work, work, work that balance actually makes you more effective. And I think sometimes we get caught in the trap that, oh, if we just put that stuff on the side and work a little bit harder, we'll get those things done and, and then we'll be successful and then we'll get back to them. And it's actually, it's a pyrrhic thought. Uh, it might work for a day, but it's definitely not going to work for a week or a month. Um, but when you maintain that balance, then you stay healthy. And at, at the end of the day, you're going to be more productive as a result of it. So those are just some tips that uh, I've picked up over the years 
Uh, and like I said, these come not from my own brilliance, but actually just observing the, the best in the best, the best in the industry on how they maintain uh, their focus and make themselves uh, as productive as possible. Hey, Tim, thanks again. I think those four tips are really helpful. Think big to small, prioritize, have good measures, and maintain a good balance. So thanks again for sharing those tips with us. You're listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. I have special guest Tim Campos, CEO of Woven and former CIO of Facebook, sharing his top productivity tips. You can download this podcast from svn.biz. Thanks again.